0: Good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. A few people jumping on already, which is awesome. James, good morning to you. DJ Allison, how's everyone going? Alina, good morning. Good morning to you. And there's Margaret. Hopefully, you're all awesome and well. 26th of August, 2021. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. The regulars jumping on now, which is awesome. Hey Ben, how are you, mate? Greg and Nathan and Shaquille, good morning to all of you guys, fantastic to have you uh, back again, Um, uh, as usual, quick intros, thank you, welcome back to the regulars, and uh, always always awesome to have you here, thanks for supporting, thanks for giving us the encouragement to keep this uh, show on the road, and um, if you're new, if you're new, give us a shout out. There's, uh, we have new mentoring clients joining us all the time in our coaching program, or you might have stumbled across this maybe through YouTube or something like that. So uh, give us a shout out in the chat, new, but there's some regulars here, which are which are awesome. Pratesh, uh, Shaquille, yep, yeah, we're going to work out some numbers today. We're going to have a quick look at some numbers today. It was kind of cool. Um, we'll keep it, uh, we'll keep it rolling. If you're new and you haven't met me before, well, my name's Jason Witten. Been property investing uh, over 20 years, done a few deals, learned a few things and uh, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand, just like you, go the distance in this thing we call property investing. It's a marathon, not a sprint team. You, hear, you, know, you know I say that one all the time. It takes time. Uh, property investing is about buying and owning something. Buy well, never sell. That is my major catch cry when it comes to building your property portfolio. So we're going to have a bit of a chat this morning about how many properties do we need to acquire to gain that outcome, that 100K, whatever it might be. Um, the answer's not exactly perfect or exactly the same for everyone, but today I'm going to show you, uh, I talk you through a couple of things when it comes to getting a bit of an idea of how many properties, how much, uh, and the income we need to do this thing. So let's dive into it because I've... Uh, I've prepared something a little earlier for us all to have a bit of a look at um, and hopefully you can see that. Now, um, it might be a little bit difficult if you're on a phone or something today, but uh, I'm going to uh, walk us through the calculator and uh, make sure we understand what's going on. So hopefully you can see the bits and pieces. In, in essence, we're going to say, all right, well, how? what's it going to take me to get $100,000 passive income? Uh, and what must it look like? What, what will it look like? Can I do it out of two properties? Do I have to buy 20 properties? You know, uh, can I afford to do that? Can I get it done? Et cetera, et cetera. Lots of questions. And today we're going to answer them high level, high level. Uh, and then uh, very obviously, uh, you guys know that if you need to dive into the details, the nitty gritty of how to get this done, having a six-star team and getting some coaching and some support is absolutely essential. Uh, when it comes to this uh, as we're going along. So we're 2021. We're going to put that in there. I've put 20 years to goal. We can put 10. We can put 15. um, We can put whatever. Let's put 15 years to goal uh, in there. Uh, And if that was 15, that would be 2036. Uh, Tell me if, yeah, that's right, isn't it? 2036 um, uh, display year. So what we're saying is this team, we're saying, all right, in 15 years, What's it going to take me and my properties to create a passive income of $100,000? So let's dive into what this might look like, okay? We're going to work out um, <clears throat> the number of properties we need in uh, very simple terms and, uh, and the trajectory that we need to go on to get the outcome as we charge along. So let's have a bit of a sticky big list. We've got some, um, some charts up here um, that are going to be important to have a look at. We're going to say right. There's our goal. There's our hundred uh, k passive income goal. It's waiting there. Um, uh, in 15 years' time, let's have a bit of a look. Ah, oh, Shaquille, <laughs> you're on the phone. Maybe Shaquille, when you get home tonight, maybe you can watch uh, watch this one on the big screen um, as you're going along. Hey, Heather. Good morning. Good morning, Heather. Good to see you there, mate. All right. Uh, may take 15 years. Listen, team. It, if you're starting from scratch and you haven't got much momentum just yet, 15 years is a good number. 15 to 20 years for this to mature is a good number. But let's have a look at this. Let's dive in. Let's not muck around. All right, let's say right now we're going to go buy our first property, okay? And uh, we're going to buy a property. We're going to add property number one to the mix here, team, okay, to the mix. And we're looking at uh, will one property uh, cut the mustard, team? Uh, will one property cut the mustard? Um, over here, you know the rent, uh, the expenses, uh, and our total passive income um, on this. Now, what are the assumptions in in the calculations? Pretty straightforward. I've said four percent capital growth. Now, I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty conservative, folks. Four percent capital growth, five hundred dollars a week rent, and three percent rent growth over time. Okay, compounding couple of weeks vacant a year, um, maybe it would be vacant, maybe it wouldn't be. The loan amount, <coughs> I've set the loan amount at 100%, 100% of the value of the property. If you're putting cash into this deal, it would change. Um, uh, you guys know the strategy here, five years interest only. <coughs> excuse me. Five years interest only, if you can get it, that helps you accelerate through your acquisition stage. Um, and um, And as we look at this, uh, interest-only and principal interest rates, we chuck some numbers in there that are relevant. Now, over time, they may go up And about $5,000 of expenses per year when it comes to the rates in insurance and other things, and those expenses go up about 1% a year over time. Now, that's, <clears throat> that's the baseline assumption here. Um, you can tune this, but, team, this is going to be pretty straightforward. Daniel is saying, is this template available through PRE? Yes, Daniel. Um, and this is part of sitting down with your coach and your mentors and your six-star team and putting this plan together. So let's have a look at it. Team, uh, one property is not going to cut it. (coughs) I'm not telling you anything you wouldn't have worked out yourself right there. Um, (coughs) But Pratesh was saying before, he was like saying, all right, what do you reckon? Pratesh reckons four properties. Okay, so chuck it in the chat for me, team, right now. How many properties in a passive buy and hold buy well never sell strategy do we need do you think to hit the 100k mark in 15 years chuck it in there alison's on it five properties she's uh, she's all over it um there you go one day each for one day of the week i like that alison i like that that's the way we should think one property equals one day a week that that gets you out of the rat race i love it alice says 12 that's good um Five to six for Facebook user. You must be in one of the group's um, team. So there you go, Craig, six, seven. All right, we got a pretty good spread there, but it's not off the charts, right? We're not saying 100 properties, uh, which is, (laughs) I don't think anyone wants to own 100 properties as an individual, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Heather says five or six. Simon reckons four. Shaquille's about four. All right, 10 years, five. So let's do this. Let's do this. Now, obviously, there's some, there's some moving pieces to this puzzle. All right. But let's go. Let's do this. All right. We're in here. We bought our first investment property uh, and let's buy our second investment property. We're going to buy our first investment property in 2021. Okay. I just need to change the date here. Uh, We're going to buy our next investment property in 2022. Okay. Uh, We'll do it linear. Obviously, team, if you buy it sooner or, or you crunch this into a a faster outcome, then, um, then you're going to uh, have the compounding effect a bit sooner as we go along, um, and uh, uh, as we go. So let's buy our let's buy our third property in 2023, uh, and uh, and so on. Right. So uh, as we go, we buy our fourth property in 2020, um, 2024. All right, we're here. Now, Shaquille, a few of you guys were saying four properties. Now, four properties on a simple buy and hold process strategy um, at this point in time doesn't look like they've got enough momentum at 2035 or 2036, team. If we're looking at 2036 right here, we haven't got enough passive income momentum at the growth rate, at the the, uh, rental growth rate that the properties are starting to kick in but if you have a look team all right so that's a 15 year goal okay that's a 15 year goal we're going to have a bit of a look at this we're going to play around with some numbers to have a look all right well how can we arrive there sooner okay how can we arrive there sooner so let's let's have a look at this because David's sort of saying um, you know two million worth and and Allison was saying the same two million dollars worth of of net <coughs> net debt free real estate creating the income and that's exactly right um and we need to see this stuff over here okay and when we when we um tweak some of the numbers a bit later we'll we'll start to see what happens so four properties now four prop four properties bought well 100% lending um is not getting there however at you know 2036 we've got uh, a net Equity up here, if you look up here, team, you know, you got two point three million of equity and you're starting to get that that run rate at that period of time. Now, markets can grow faster, markets can grow slower. So we can, you know, just make some assumptions here. All right. So let's have a bit of a look at this and add a fifth property in uh twenty twenty five. All right. Um boom. All right, are we getting there? We're starting to get up a little bit faster um, and we have a bit of a look and we go, all right, well, let's add a sixth property. And I, now I'm adding this sixth property in here, team. Look at this one. And I'm calling that a super property, okay? Now I'm going to put this property in, in uh, 2021, okay? Boom. And we have a bit of a, a bit of a sticky bag. and We're starting to see our passive income go up a little bit as we go along. Our uh, gross rent is, is awesome, you know? Uh, between six properties, at 2036, we're going to be uh, you know, we're going to be having 240,000 dollars of gross rent. How do we at that stage team, how do we at 2036, you know, this is our30,000 dollars of passive income? Very conservative numbers right now. So um, we can muck around with these numbers. Very conservative numbers right there. How can we expand or increase that passive income, all right? One of those things is uh, debt being reduced at that point. So, team, imagine you could uh, reduce the debt a little there. The mortgage balance is still $2 million. Your net equity is $3.6 million, okay, um, it, at 2036. So you're still looking pretty tidy at this point in time. What else could we increase? What else could speed up? Well, rent growth. Okay, that's the other thing that we, that could speed up. So let's have a look at this. So where quality properties will have rent growth, absolutely boom. Alison, you're all over it, all over it. So let's do this. Let's, let's have a look at, all right, we didn't get there. Let's have 5% rent growth, or oh, 500% rent growth. That would be pretty good, wouldn't it? Uh, 5% um, as we go. And let's see what happens when we have a better rent growth over time. Um, and boom, can you guys see that? Can everyone see that? What, what just happened? What just happened? Can you see the number there now, team? Give me a shout out in the chat if you just saw what happened right there right now, okay? The quality of the property and the quality of the rent got you from $30,000 positive cash flow to $100,000 positive cash flow. Did everyone see that one? All right? Uh, I'm going to undo it. I'm going to reverse this, team. Watch this number up here, this section up here, where it says total passive income in blue. Um, yes, it the, the passive income hikes, hammer right. Check this out. Let's go back. At, you buy a you buy a rubbish property in a rubbish area because you think it's cheap. Uh oh, it's, you know, whatever area is cheap, I could buy ten of them. Well, who cares? Like because if your rent doesn't grow, team, um, commensurate with the income. Look at that. You could be. 15 years to own those properties and the rent's not growing enough does does not outstrip the expenses and the inflation on the expenses and a, on a rubbish property, okay? Okay, there you go. Allison was all over it, okay? So let's have a look at this. We are looking. We need our properties to grow not only in value, team, but we need them to grow in income. And income is the point. A lot of people get caught up in the capital value, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong. You want your properties to grow in value. But if your rents don't grow, then the only way out is to sell and then get something else. And that's not the point. Okay, team? And the magic number right here, team, you know is, is this. Good quality properties. You want good quality long-term compounding rent over time. You want those properties located in a place where there's going to be high incomes um, into the future as well, okay, and as we look at that. So check that out. Check that out, team. But let's say this. Let's say you had some patience right now, um, as we all should have, and let's say our our display year, let's say we said, all right, we wanted the 15-year run, but let's have a look at what's going on at year 2041. Check that out, team. All right, here's a run check this out. Look, now our passive income is $200,000. All right? But let's go back to oh maybe maybe you know maybe things didn't go perfectly our way and we only got 3%, 3% growth rate. All right? Our passive income is still not enough. So that's why the quality of those properties is vital when it comes to what we're up to. All right? Let's put in 4%. Let's do middle of the road. Um um As we grow rent growth, and that's the number we're looking for. All right, let's have a look at what might happen um, down here if we go, all right, let's do a 30 year run. Let's let this thing run for, you know, 30 years. What what might our passive income look like? And check that out, team. Look at that. As your properties grow in value and grow in income, you know, the compounding effect becomes brilliant. This is. Process. If you want to speed it up in the 15 years to goal process, let's go back and put this in, because that now is showing total passive income at $300,000, team. Uh, and guess what? The properties have paid themselves off. You've got zero debt. Did we talk about any extra contribution to debt reduction at this point? The answer is no. The properties paid themselves off. Um, and so if you have a longer runway, it, it, it washes out. The challenge, the challenge team is when we get uh, desperate or we're like, oh, I need this to happen in three years and we do something stupid uh, with our property investing portfolio, okay? Um, But the reality is we can, if we understand the process, get to where we want to go, okay? So let's go back to 2036 and have a look at, How do we get there, all right? And this is the way we would get there, okay? We would need the rents to grow well with high-quality, good-quality properties in great locations that are always going to be in demand as we go and have a bit of a look, all right? And Grace is saying new or old property. Um, Grace, for me at the beginning, and um, if you haven't heard me say this before, the acquisition process in the beginning I prefer new properties because there's all sorts of advantages at the front end for new properties, which are tax deductions, which are uh, new properties rent more for old more than old properties. But the the most important thing, Grace, is in 15 years' time, you want your property to be 15 years old, <clears throat> not buy a 25 year old property today, Grace, and in 15 years' time that property is 40 years old. Okay. Because then it's going to be just crazy, like like you, you, your property's older than you are, <laughs> so you know, uh as you go along, so team, um hopefully that makes sense. I wanted to sort of chuck that in there, um as you go, yeah, tenure, you know, and tenure brings up a good point, team, tenure brings up a good point, you know, maybe we change the value of those properties to six fifty, right. Maybe we change the value of those properties to six fifty, and we end up with five properties instead of six properties. Um, it's not. It's not. Um, it's never linear. It's not about exactly six properties. It's about the value of property that you have into the market and its ability as a value exposure. Three million dollars worth of value to create. The that four to five percent yield against the three million dollars worth of real estate. Now, technically, technically, and we wouldn't do this because you wouldn't be diversified enough. But technically, you could buy one three million dollar property and just get on with it, right? But I wouldn't. That would be dumb. That would be way too concentrated in one spot in one asset for risk minimization. Okay, so that's why we like at least four to five, and that's why we like um, at least two to three different states uh, and economic zones, okay? Um, We talk about all of that stuff before. So hopefully that makes sense, team, gang. Um, uh, Yeah, if you enjoyed that, um, give us a shout-out in the chat. A few people are, which is awesome. And if you're in the mentoring and the coaching program, um, you get access to the spreadsheet uh, with your coach and your team. You can just start to build out a bit of a system um, to just really understand how to keep yourself on track. Because team, you know, property investing can be actually quite boring. <laughs> it's like you bought a property and you're like, it's not going fast enough. You know, and you're like, well, just shit, mate. Just take up a hobby or something. Go golfing or skydiving or like, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Um, you know, painting. But don't mess with your properties. Leave them alone. Leave them alone, team. Leave them alone. Anyway, that's that's it. I'm done. I'm just rambling now. Um, so, Thanks for joining me. Great to have you guys on um, um, and uh, great to hang out and, and, uh, and uh, share the wisdom with you guys. Uh, like I said, uh, you guys in the coaching and mentoring program get access to this stuff um, part of the course. So reach out to your coaches and, and uh, have a chat to them uh, as we're rolling along. All right, team, thanks for joining me. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Join me tomorrow, round about the same time, round about 8.05, about 8.05 um, as we roll, uh, and we'll have another chat. Yeah, hopefully hopefully uh, you're safe and well wherever you are. And until then, bye for now. Take care. Bye-bye.